Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is the memorial of St. Catherine Drexel, Virgin. Our celebrant this morning is our rector, Father Salvo, and this Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Karen Sue and the intentions of Sonny Fisterer. We'd also like to ask for prayers for Patrice McAllister Guiney. The worship program for this morning's celebration can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. Hymns can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. At this time, we invite you to rise for our entrance hymn, number 452, Be Thou My Vision, number 452. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. God of love, you called St. Catherine Drexel to teach the message of the gospel and to bring the life of the Eucharist to the Native American and African American peoples. By her prayers and example, enable us to work for justice among the poor and the oppressed and keep us undivided in love in the Eucharist community of your church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, if the wicked man turns away from all the sins he committed, if he keeps all my statutes and does what is right and just, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of the crimes he committed shall, shall be remembered against him. He shall live because of the virtue he has practiced. 
Do I indeed derive any pleasure from the death of the wicked, says the Lord God? Do I not rather rejoice when he turns from his evil way that he may live? If and if the virtuous man turns from the path of, the vir of virtue to do evil, the same kind of abominable things that the wicked man does, can he do this and still live? None of his virtuous deeds shall be remembered because he has broken faith and committed sin. Because of this, he shall die. You say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel. It, is it my way that is unfair? Or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if the wicked, turning from the wickedness he has committed, does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins that he committed, he shall surely live he shall not die. The word of the Lord. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness, that you may be revered. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? I trust in the Lord. My soul trusts in his word. My soul waits for the Lord more than sentinels wait for the dawn. Let Israel wait for the Lord. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? For with the Lord is kindness, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin, and whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate one of the great American saints who was born here in the United States and, and, and was given her mission here, which is St. Catherine Drexel. St. Catherine Drexel was born in Philadelphia in 1858 from a very wealthy banking family and in a time of a lot of luxury. She came of age in the Gilded Age in a time in which she had many prospects and, and many uh, uh, ways that she could have lived her life with the vast fortune of her family. And yet she was always raised to put God first, despite everything else. She was always raised to give charity and, and to make that a priority. She was always raised basically to be a true daughter of God and a true Catholic. And so one day when, when she was in her 20s, they went as a family when the railroads were, were being advanced and, and expanding everywhere. They went through to the West as almost like a, was like a vacation type thing in the railroad to see things and everything. And she saw the living conditions of the Native Americans while she was there. Was there. And obviously at the same time she was, this was right after the Civil War and so on. So she knew and had seen the living condition of the African Americans at the time. And, and she was just appalled, and her, her Christian sensitivity and her heart was tugged with sorrow for this in uh, and, and, and the way that, that these people were living and, and the limited conditions of their lives. So she actually, I'll, 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 around that time frame, uh, her father died, and they, she and her couple sisters inherited what would be to this day like around $400 million. And she uh, went, she, she got a private audience with the Pope, Pope Leo XIII, and she said, this is terrible, I, I, can't, I can't bear to see this, and I want to help to, to, know, to relieve w w with our fortune the, the, the lives of these people. But the Pope, seeing her holiness and seeing her through, true devotion to God, didn't just say, okay, well, we'll send some missionaries out there, we'll see what we can do. 
he said and challenged her, why don't you go and do it yourself? Why don't you uh, be the one that spearheads this? Why don't you do it hands-on? And she took the challenge beautifully. And she began, she became a nun herself and began an order of the Blessed Sacrament. And with that vast fortune, she, she built hundreds of schools, uh, the Xavier University in New Orleans, which is, which is a, a beautiful university, w which was originally for, for, for black students in, in a time of, uh, of a lot of, of so much injustice and segregation and so on. And, and, she, and she, has, she left a mark and, and, and basically inspired and changed for the better the life of thousands of people. And basically, she, she, she did what she was called to do with the gifts that God gave her. Which, of course, she is a true inspiration because in all ages and in all cultures, there's always injustices. There's always those that are living in misery. There is always uh, people in predicaments that are just not what God wants for them. And if we are in a position to help, we must. And, and Catherine and Drexel did just that. And in, 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 with not just with the, her fortune, but with her own self. And it's a reminder as well that God will use whatever he gives us, whatever gifts and talents and whatever circumstances in our lives, the good, the bad, anything, he will use it to not only become his instrument in whatever way he wants, but to help to make us saints through that. Catherine Drexel was given the position of so much economic privilege, and through that, she ended up becoming a saint because that was what led her into it with the heart of God in her heart. When whatever situation we're in, we, we, we just want God's heart in our hearts, and, and through that, he will, we, we can be sure that he will use us to, to be his instruments as well and to make us holy. So on this day, let us thank St. Catherine of Drexel, this uh, American saint, for everything that she did, for everything that she taught us, and that her legacy may always continue, that may, we may all continue also to care for, for those in the most need and vulnerability in our societies. God bless you. And now, let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for church leaders. May God provide wisdom and love to guide their actions and decisions. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For elected officials, may the Holy Spirit help them in creating a more just and peaceful world. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who suffer in war-stricken lands, may Jesus sustain them and grant them hope. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our members of our faith community, may God's love be our guide as we work to build his kingdom on earth. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, may, the may they soon enter the kingdom of God. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father, hear and answer these prayers we ask in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept the sacrificial offerings, O Lord, by which in your power and kindness you will us to be reconciled to yourself and our salvation to be restored through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by your gracious gift each year, your faithful award the sacred Paschal feasts with the joy of minds made pure, so that more eagerly intent on prayer and on the works of charity and participating in the mysteries by which they have been reborn, they may be led to the fullness of grace and that you bestow on your sons and daughters. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for 
you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope and Timothy our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, St. Patrick, St. Catherine Drexel, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. <laughs> 
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Communion hymn number 509, Draw Near and Take the Body of Thy Lord, number 509.
Let us pray. May the holy refreshment of your sacrament restore us anew, O Lord, and cleansing us of old ways, take us up into the mystery of salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And have a beautiful day, everyone. Our recessional hymn, number 798, Thou Hope of All the World, number 798.